the Sydney Cricket Ground. What a shot under pressure. This is where goal. The best kind of goal. What a legend. What a champion. ask you about at the blue mountains were you with your bandmates yeah with the band with the band the blue mountains and they taught you how to build the fire they taught me how to build the fire what a bonding experience yeah it was fucking great building a fire watching a fire and looking after a fire one of the great bush telly bush that's our pens honey absolute bush telly mate barbecues and fires there is not a group of men in the world where you will not find an opinion on everyone. Oh. Doesn't matter where you've come from, what you do, you're going to turn those snags, mate. Reckon they're done. <laughs> or like, no, no, triangle, mate. Bit of a prism. Yeah, get some air going through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. poke it, poke it. You know, it. Blowing it. Like, everyone's got an opinion. You could be a deaf, dumb, yeah, blind everyone. mute. You sit them in front of a fire. Oh, really? You're going to put the log on now? What? He speaks. <laughs> like, everyone has an opinion. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> I'm glad you went with your band, though, because I worry about bands. <laughs> I worry about the future of bands. Do you? You're going to AI's I do. Them. Back in the day, it was, well, since eternity, it's a way of bonding, right? So mm. weirdos could connect with each other and they could break new musical ground. And if you're someone who connects with someone else at school because you're a bit different and you end up like thrashing it out over the drums and a guitar, you can yeah, become mates Beatles style yeah. or whatever. Yeah, like if the internet point. was around in the early 90s, the grunge scene would be full of lonely YouTubers. Yeah. Absolutely. Instead of flannel-wearing mates who found themselves, you know? Nirvana just were the three guys in their town who got it and they managed to fit together. That's right, yes. If they're at home in mum's exactly basement right. smacking down cans of V, you just think, I don't know, I worry about the future of bands and I'm glad that you guys went. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> hey, you know what I also was thinking when it comes to bands? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking a while ago about a podcast or something called 180 where you just get people on to talk about things that they've completely changed their opinion of in their life. So they've come oh, 180. That's fucking awesome, Sonny. That's great. So you just pick. You just pick it. And it could be a big thing like Jews or whatever, but it could be something really <laughs> trivial <laughs> as well. <laughs> I used to like them. No, it could be anything. Like it could be something big or it could be something really trivial. And I was thinking like, ah, oh, what if I 180 and I've got so many. But the other day, speaking of bands, yeah. the band Hot Chip, really good. Oh, Unbelievable band. Yeah. Yeah, they're actually super talented dudes. Mm. Well, I saw them live last year, and it was probably the highlight of this great festival. And I remember watching them, and it was this real light bulb epiphanous moment of like, fucking hell, these guys are great. Such a wall of sound. It's so well produced, blah, blah, blah. And I turned around, and there was like a Swedish couple I spoke to later in their 60s, and just beaming, wide-eyed, and the wife put her hand on my shoulder and just said, what an amazing band of people. Like, real creepy, but I was like, yeah, they are a band. Because like, I heard them and I was like, yeah, whatever, dance music, whatever. I'm like, no, no this is a, a really good band. band. Yes. And I reckon over and over, Yeah. okay, bold statement potentially. Banger. It's one of the best, like, satirical pieces of art of the last quarter of a century. That tune 
is an absolute cracker. And it lures yeah, you in yeah. of like, oh, yeah, monkey on a symbol. By the end of it, you're dancing to it. it sure. There's so much. I could talk about that for ages. But anyway, yeah. that's not for now. That's for 180. <laughs> Coming to Mint Sports soon. <laughs> I like it. I'm into that. I like it. Matt, I went to a four-year-old birthday party at Lollipop Land yesterday. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you heard me. Fucking Willy Wonka fucking script. Jesus Christ. How was it? Uh, you know what, mate? It's the second time I've been, and it was actually all right, because without sounding too wanky, I like how I've got to qualify my love for my ch- child. I know, without I sounding know. wanky, it's great that, to yeah. see my kid like <laughs> enjoy herself and connect with other people. Like I was going to, after you said I'd be like, you fucking wanker. What a wanker! <laughs> you like seeing your kid happy. It's like when you <laughs> go to the pub wanker. and you're really thirsty and get a water or a lemonade or something, you always have to qualify it. I'm just, I'll, I might just start with a quick, I'll just slam a quick lemonade down. No, I'll get on the pints after that. I'm just going to start with a little, just, yeah, yeah just, better, you know pussy. what? I'm, I'm actually going to get lemonade. Oh, yeah? What are you dehydrated? Do you need water to survive? Fucking, Do you? You fucking blouse. <laughs> or shirt. Blouse or shirt. Oh, or shirt. Or shirt. Nah, it was all right. But what caught my attention going in, Lollipop Land <laughs> is directly across the road from a massive Club X sex shop. Hilarious. And I was like, oh, this is a bit weird. But right next to it, the two shops next to the Club X, one is a piano shop called Prestige Pianos and Organs. And I misread it because I was just looking at all the sex stuff out the front. And I dead set thought there was a fancy shop next door called Prestige Penis Orgasms. And you know what flanks the other side of Club X, I should have taken a photo, yeah. is Mr. Muffler. I'm like, this is the seediest street ever. You got Mr. Muffler, prestige penis orgasms, and then a sex shop in between. What's on the other side of the road? Heaps of kids. I did freak one of the other dads out, though. He's like, oh, yeah, just having a chat for like five minutes. Just nice mm. guy. Mm. He goes, which one's your kid? And I just, I don't know why, but dead straight, dead straight. I just go, nah, nah, I don't have a kid here, mate. And then just kept talking, (laughs) mucking around. And he sort of smiled. And then like four minutes later or so, a few minutes go by and he goes, all right, seriously though, mate, which one's your kid? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, nah, mate, just love coming here. Just love the hang. And I was like, nah, that's mine there. He's like, it was funny, but you need to confirm that one of these is your child. Oh, it's great. The dad chat. It's great, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's brilliant. It was the classic. It was exactly what I was doing before, qualifying the love you have for your child. It was like, oh, these things are pretty tough, aren't they? Fucking wanker. Meanwhile, having the time of her life. What a wanker. You're a wanker. (laughs) Hey, should we talk some sport? Uh, Yeah, we better. We better get right into it. Man, dig that crazy chick. Sports, sports. Sports, sports. Sports, sports. Sports, sports. Sports, sports. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the sports headlines. We like sports, sports. Oh, yeah. 
to AFL. And Stewie doing Jew is sacked oh. and the Suns get the famed new coach bounce. Not too sure Stewie's frame was synonymous with bouncing. Probably more of a large crater divot kind of guy, me thinks. But anyway, the Lions MCG allergy continues. Evidently, right. the antidote and medicine is not putting the cue in the rack with 10 minutes remaining. Really bringing me down. Mate, they are the biggest pussy boys of all Oh, here time. we go. No, oh, here we go. He's going to push my buttons today. I'm fragile. You want to push buttons? Mate, these guys seriously couldn't have a better list yeah. ever. This is the list that wins a flag, and they can't do it at the G. I know. News flash. News flash. Yeah. You know where the grand final is going to be held? At yeah. the G, Sonny. At the G. <laughs> That's where it's going to be held. That's where they play the grand final. If only one year the grand final was held in Brisbane. Oh, for, hang on. Oh, fuck. No, we did have a chance. No, no, we stuffed it. We absolutely stuffed it. I love the press conferences about the MCG allergy beforehand. They're asking Fagan oh. seven different questions about it. Yeah. At one point, he starts going, Ooh, look at the Denver Nuggets. They had a pretty bad away record. They also got to play four of the finals at home. <laughs> we get one at the G. Fagan's it doesn't make sense. clutching. He oh, was He's the worst poker player ever when they kept cutting to him in that fourth quarter. Freaking out. Oh, he started pacing in the box. He had a whoopee cushion on his chair. Get on the phone and tell them to keep playing. <laughs> Don't pace around. That's my job as a fan. Tell them Jeez. to kick more goals. <laughs> Ten minutes to go, we're up by five goals. And it, I can't believe you've got me on this. Fuck. <laughs> Honestly, they start chipping it around. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, I can see it coming. It was this slow motion car crash. I had to rubberneck the whole time. And they show Fagan in the box. Freaking out. At least punch the wall if you're going to bloody walk over to it. Get on the blower and say, guys, take the cue out of the rack. Chalk it up. Play some shots. Mate, it just had the face of a man who had a bag of weed up his bum getting caught at customs. Yeah. And they're just feeding him with Metamucil going, mate, matter of time. (laughs) It's coming, baby. It's Anything you want to tell us? Anything you want to tell us? No, no. Mate, you smell like a Rastafarian's ass. A Rastafarian's ass. An Rastafarian? No good. Hey, Carlton have won the flag, just ask their fans. And Polo Boy still remains. Wow. Hey, this is not probably the format for it, but it would be remiss of us not to bring up general scuttlebutt and rumour. Yeah. If the Clayton Oliver rumours surrounding his alleged penchant for extracurricular activities aided by uh, underground non-ASADA-approved supplements, I think our legal team can firmly tick that one off. (laughs) That was pretty good. If those rumours are true... Geez, we can look forward to a long, healthy career for him on Channel 7 post-footy because it's a classic example of off-field behaviour getting swept under the rug because he's a good footy player, Isn't if it? it's true. Isn't it? Isn't if you're on the verge of playing in the VAFA, they go, see you, buddy, not having this. But if not, you're like, Absolutely. you know, Ben Cousins played on ice and won the brown line. Yeah. Carey's oh, yeah, still on the anti-inflammatories and he's at Channel 7. Mate, Ben Cousins is reading the news over in Channel 7. Oh, he's reading sport. I'm sorry, mate. Aren't you an item on the news? And today in sport, I jumped a fence, ran through a restaurant, swam across a dam and got away with it. Okay, we'll be back with more stories about me that are newsworthy. Just rocks up and he's got a shaved head. I didn't get up to nothing last night. No, just read the auto cue, mate.
How has he got this gig? Top story tonight. Top story tonight. Me. Top story tonight. I'm taking every I'm taking everyone ransom in the in the uh, seven news uh, box now. I'm pulling out my gun, and you're all under arrest because I'm keeping you here until they give me a hundred million dollars. Uh, tonight's episode of Crime Watch. They just put the photo up of the criminal they're looking for on Crime Watch. Just a picture of him. I reckon I've seen that bloke somewhere. Ah, uh, that's a mirror, Ben. You're wanted for many, many felonies. No, good on your Channel 7. Always giving the on little guy seven. a hand up. Oh, Always giving seven. the little guy a hand up. He can kick a footy, so he gets a job. Uh, you know, my favourite commentator is by far the best yeah. we've got is BT. By far. Oh, it's oh, always wowee. on the ball. Wowee, wow. I'm not going to commentate. I'm just going to make noises because I'm a pig. Ah, wow. 71,412 in the house. I've just got the word before anyone else. We don't give a fuck, mate. We're going to find out at the end of the game. Oh. Obsessed with it. <laughs> Collingwood are six goals down. They need the next goal. No shit, BT. Yeah. No shit. They probably need seven of them. <laughs> I always thought roaming Brian oh, yeah. would be good if he if he swallowed about five five Enos and then walked around <laughs> and called foaming Brian. Oh, you always thought that would be good? Yeah, great game by you, Pendles. Can I um, uh, just enliven it up a bit? I like to think of Foaming Brian outside of the footy sphere, though. So he's just obsessed with it as a passion. So he's on the tram doing the crowd figures. 28 people on the tram here. Wowee! Ticket inspector right here. What do we got here? Is that your mum, is it? No, it's me missus. Oh, that's a bit awkward. No dramas. All right. Well, I'm going to get up at the next stop. Might pull the old whooshka button here. Ding, ding. Zone two for you. Straight up the guts. The number one tram needs to stop at this red light. Wowee! We'll be back on the tram. Mate, we don't enjoy your work. We get it, Bristle. Where's your ticket? He rang his wife the other day. Did he see this shit? He no. rang his wife in the commentary box to get the name of their cat. <laughs> what? Let that simmer for a bit. I just don't know what to say to that. I mean, he's an imbecile. He's still in the ape form, Bristle. He's not made human form yet. Oh, oh like the evolution map is just like he's halfway there. This was the uh, wowee stage of the Homo sapien. <laughs> Not much happening between the ears at this stage, but barely physically adept. Note the foam coming out the corners of the silverback's mouth. <laughs> Big boy McAvoy can't run him down. Oh boy, wowee, was it out of bounds? Oh boy, I think it's out of bounds. It is. FC now, the ultimate fighting championship. And Alex Volkanovsky, Aussie Al, the Volk, yeah. he will not be getting the keys to the city of his hometown of Wollongong. The Mayor Gordon Bradbury, not that Bradbury, has said the honour will not be bestowed upon the scraggy grappler, stating he doesn't want to promote violence, Mace. What do you reckon the keys to the city would, would get you? In the gong of all places. In the gong. Well, the, I've been down to the gong a few the times since I've been here. It's great. The sna- 100% the snake pit. 100%. Yeah. There's a great 
chicken burger shop down there. Huge all-timer. Chico's. So you'd be straight to that with the keys? Chico's, Chico's. straight there. Chico's. Okay. Unbelievable. They've got a drive through but the drive through is made for people just to stand in. Uh. So no cars go through. And then you use like a, a touch screen, huge touch screen thing. So, so it's it, keyless. Just, it's, it's a keyless, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's probably not So at the moment, why don't they, instead of saying keys to the city, they'll be like, congratulations, you get the keys to Chico's. <laughs> do they, the keys to the city, when people give keys to the city, do they literally open every single door in the city? Like, it's a great is it a master musing. key? That is a great musing, Sonny. Great Can you just musing. walk into people's houses? Sorry, yeah. mate, keys to the city. Because the key they hand them is always like four foot long. And I'm like, well, my house is safe. Do they just bash through the window with it? What sort of padlock do you have? They just give them a tool bag of stuff to crash break windows with. There you go. Yeah. Tools to the city. Um, uh, here's a number for an emergency locksmith. you got the keys to the city for two days. Might take them 48 hours to come out, though, so it's kind of pointless. All right. Well, what? Yeah, what are the rules to the to the term keys, keys to the, of city. the city? Can you just rock are up to little... Chico's at three in the morning and be like, I know it opens it. I've got the master key. I'm going in. It's a great point. That's like Sammy, friend of the pod, Sammy and I had some um, psilocybin a while ago. Excuse me? <laughs> we're on the shrooms, man. We're wandering <laughs> the streets of Carlton and we were sat on the nature strip across from our old house and it had a keypad lock for numbers on it. Mm. And I was like, I wonder if that lock still works. Sammy's like, oh, I think it would. Do you remember what the code is? We didn't remember it. I said, mate, I reckon if we just run at it, really fast and let muscle memory take over. We'll just see where our thumbs go and it might open. So we did it and it opened and we went in our old house. Bullshit. I swear to you, at about two in the morning, walked around downstairs and we sort of were like, we forgot where we were. People living there? Yeah. So we went to go upstairs and we're like, oh, hang on, what are we doing? We've broken entered. Like, we better just leave. So we just walked around the house for like a minute and a half going, oh, I remember I used to sleep in that atrium and, oh, I bet that party out the back. And we're just chatting away. And I'm like, oh, shit, we're in someone else's house right now, mate. We better go. They came running down and we said, mate, we got the keys to the city. What are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know if you should be telling people that story. <laughs> Mate, you know the first place I'd be going if I had keys to the city? Where? I'd be going to Mr. Muffler, Prestige Penis <laughs> Orgasms, and Club X. And then an Arvo just at treating myself at Lollipop Land <laughs> with Pierre. <laughs> Up in. To golf. And where's the shark? Okay, that's enough golf. <laughs> Seriously, Shark Watch. It's going to be a weekly occurrence. Do you reckon to be a nudist at home? Just getting around, boiling eggs? Like... Uh, I don't reckon to be a nudist at home, mate. <laughs> just a nudist. Full stop. <laughs> boiling an egg, did you say? <laughs> I don't know what... I... That was the first thing your mind went to. You're like, oh, what would I do if I could just be nude all the time? <laughs> I'd probably get a pot of searing, bubbly, boiling water right around where my penis is. <laughs> And then I'm going to plop a few testicle-shaped things in it and watch them go. Yeah, righto. I'll be in a hammock with a long neck listening to the cricket myself. Yeah, I reckon he's boiling eggs for sure. He's boiling them for sure. We'll keep an eye out for the shark. I've got a feeling he's going to pop up soon. Fins up for the shark. Milk cartons for Norman. Do you reckon he's been khashoggi Do you reckon he's been Big cut time. up? He got, he's been made the biggest puppet ever. 
Absolute puppet. He was sold an absolute pup. You can front this thing. You are going to change golf. Blah, blah, blah. Mercenary goes out, gets all the big heads, and then they don't even tell him, by the way, we're signing with the PGA, and he's just never to be heard from again. Gone. Keep boiling those eggs, Sharky boy. (laughs) Shark watch every week from now on. Shark watch. Shark watch. Shark watch. Shark watch happening. (laughs) Nudist. Stiffy. You say stiffy? I said eggs ready, you weirdo. That's when he knows that's how long it takes, you know, you know how long does it take to boil an to boil an egg? Once I'm hard, the egg's hard. General rule of thumb. Shark's egg boiling recipe What you want to do is Shed all clothing Plop an egg in the pot Wait for yourself to get rock hard And then crack that egg And if you want to tell someone How to suck eggs Make sure you've got their consent Oh my head is boiling Okay, today we're going to do something very challenging. We are going to learn, I'm going to teach you how to boil an egg. Yes, you heard it right, boil an egg. Now, a lot of people kind of get confused with this. I don't know why. The ESPYs now, the annual awards show, ESPN's ESPY Awards, where all the best athletes in the world get honoured. So American. So seppo, man. So annoying. Fucking ego.com. It's just out of control. Norm McDonald hosting was amazing, if you want to go back and look at that, years and years oh ago. Oh, my God. And there was a great Jimmy V speech. So you kind of do watch it in case something randomly pops up. But what do I notice? Okay, so some of the awards, the Kansas City Chiefs took out best team. Yeah. Pat Mahone's their quarterback, best male athlete. Best female athlete was the Alpine skier, Michaela Schifrin. Yeah. But the one that stuck out to me, Mace... There's an award for the best sporting comeback of the year. Unreal. And it was given to Jamal Murray because he did his knee oh. and had to come back from surgery and then won the title. I like that. So fair enough. Good comeback. That's cool. Yeah. It is, but I was watching it as it was on going, oh, this is a lock. I've already paid out on who wins this. And I couldn't believe. Yeah. Didn't Brittany Griner spend... Ten months in a Russian prison? She was imprisoned in a Russian jail cell and came back into the country and was like, I'm ready, I'm going to play again. Fair comeback. Yeah, that's a real comeback. Hey, you're going to be in prison in Russia for nine years. No bluff. You're there for ten months until you get released. International incident. We had to have exchanges of hardened war criminals in order to get her out. And now she's just dunking on people. But Jamal did his knee, guys. (laughs) Fucking what? How's the comeback on Griner? Real stiff, isn't she? Couldn't be more stiff. I was stunned. She'd be already walking up to the podium just thinking, hang on. They said my name, didn't they? No, they said Jamal. Jamal Murray. Well, what she needs is to get the keys to the city next time she's in Moscow. She does. So she gets locked she up. Does. She can just get out the padlock. Maybe that was the problem. She had the, did she have the keys of the city or she had the old Jamaican ass? 
Rastafars. Rastafars, mate. She had the Rastafars oil. <laughs> she had the Rastafars oil, didn't she? Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well done, Jamal. Hope your knee's okay. She's not noticeable. She wouldn't be noticeable in Russia. Nah, not at all. Six foot seven. <laughs> yeah. Big dreadlocked black chick walking through here. customs. Now, we're looking for an American basketballer. You keep walking. Move it along. Nothing to see here. To basketball. Basketball. And Mace, the last time we spoke about NBA trades, you and I were so excited about Paddy's move to go with the ass man Giddy, and he was moved on within about two days of that. He had three teams, well, technically four, inside 10 days. He went from New York to Houston to Oklahoma to Atlanta. Dirty little whore, isn't he? <laughs> Dirty little whore. How's the family situation? <laughs> like, put yourself in that position. <laughs> Uh, don't unpack the suitcase oh. just yet, Dale. And maybe put the school search and house hunting on hold till mm, after lunch. We could be moving across the country. <laughs> Where is he now? Again. Where is he? He's Atlanta now, I think. Is he running from the law? Why is he hopping around so much? When I stamp on your foot, Mr. Mills, and say, hello, Mr. Thompson, uh, you can get it. You're off to Atlanta. This Scacy about it. Stay still, Patty. Yeah. He's going to be fronting up for Mallorca soon. I think none of these clubs know how good this bloke is. They just keep oh, shuffling him around. Absolute little, great. It's crazy, isn't it? You know what? He almost gets punished for being a great club man. So yeah. they just go, mate, he's just good. Get him around the rooms. You know, he can fill in if someone falls out. Give us oh, play the man's best. Play the man's money. Sundays at 7. As one of our good friends of the pod, New York City Wade, said, the NBA is simply... Practice and warm up for the boomers. Ah, it's all about lady. the boomers. Ah, pen to that pod. NYC. Speaking of New York, bang, segue. New York Liberty Guard Sabrina Ionescu makes history with a hypnotically oh. easy on the eye performance in the three point comp. Nothing but Netsku missed just two of her 27 <laughs> attempts from beyond the arc. She's so wet. Sorry, she's not. No, no, no. <laughs> Okay, so for the non-basketball fans and our lawyers, when someone is a good shooter and the ball goes in without touching the rim, it kind of looks like a splash on the net. So if someone's splashing it a lot, as in getting it in a lot, consistently, you could say they got a wet jumper or a wet shot. So just for the soundbite out there, she is so wet. <laughs> oh, as soon as it came out of the mouth, I was in long bay. Instant long bay. Instant. Instant locked up. I'll smuggle the keys into the city. Can you imagine having to smuggle the keys of the city in one of those cakes? You know, they have a nail file. Just a massive key-shaped, like, four-foot cake. Oh, no, it's his birthday again this week. Sorry. Yeah. Although, why would you smuggle it if you had the keys? Just go in. Okay. Scrap that. I mean, this shooting is out of my... Oh. How do... I don't understand how people can do this shit. I really don't... I can't fathom yeah. how their technique can be so pure. It's because it's in the brain and in the technique. Give us baseball how good do it to watch? We've got to Sunday post it night baseball. So Sundays at 7. Hasn't seen it. All Even knowing that she makes ESPN. all bar two, you still can't help but be swept up in it going, oh, oh, oh. oh. Like it's a oh. real visceral... I was wet. It was such a visceral reaction watching it that when one missed, it kind of like frazzled you out of it, like a glitch in the Matrix. You're like, nah, it's not supposed to happen. That's right. That's... 
So when you have a glitch in the Matrix, you turn into <laughs> Columbo doing Rain Man. What was that? <laughs> yeah, it's not supposed to happen. 36, 37, yeah, uh, 45. What's supposed to happen? The ball goes in. The ball goes in. She's so wet. Now who is he? Anyway. One more question, sir. Qantas. Qantas never crashed. Qantas? Never crashed. Well, that's... I mean, that's going to do me a lot of good, Ray. Yeah. You see, Qantas doesn't fly to L.A. out of Cincinnati. You've got to get to Melbourne. Australia. Melbourne, Australia, in yeah. order to get the plane that flies to Los Angeles. Do you hear me? Bears are capital. 16.2 million population. It's very lovely beach. I'm a strange guy. Really? Yeah, I worry. I mean, little things bother me. I'm a worrier. I mean, little insignificant details. I lose my appetite. I can't eat. Speaking of shooters... Speaking of shooters, did you see Steph Curry make another hole in one? I did, and uh, wow. he held back on the celebrations, running oh, the entire he? length of the fairway. He's pretty happy with it. How come uh, the greatest shooter of all time is out for the preseason with a pinged calf? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, on the eighth, he ran two hundred and twelve yards for no apparent reason. Yeah, he can play golf. It's always crazy Incredible. to me that these guys are like not crazy that they're great at sports other than their own because they're athletes and like there's yeah, a but huge golf com- is a real match with basketball. It's weird, isn't it? It's also time. How often do they have time off? I guarantee you, baseballers yeah. would be awesome golfers, but they don't get the time to practice or play. <laughs> you want to play a round of golf? You do it in the two days you get off all year. Steph's golf shot is so wet, so wet. Yeah, he is so wet. <laughs> do you reckon when he shoots heaps of threes, they say he's really hard? Man. <laughs> That is Norman Levels, egg boiling. He's boiling eggs, baby. He's boiling eggs up there. there. Hand down. Keep it where we can see it. Man down. (laughs) Hand down, man down. How many would you make? So she missed two. (laughs) Zero. Out of 27. Would you make one? What about the opposite? Would you back yourself to make two? I reckon I'd make four. Instead of miss two. Four. You reckon you make four? I think we should film this. We should do this. Yeah, yeah, let's do this. Let's do it. I'm going to make four because every time I shoot, my technique's different. I've never, it's just, okay. I cannot have the same technique when I shoot. And it's always four out of 50 feel very good. It'd be interesting to see if you could do it psychologically, but you don't start until you get one. So you have the psychology of, yep, I've already got one. I've seen it go in and then see if the round is better after that as opposed to just going cold. I don't know. I always remember when you played basketball. Oh. With a shout out to Brunswick Celtics, um, <laughs> you were not in my life. allergic to basketball. You shot the ball and said out loud, "Why am I doing this, mate?" I had no idea. I don't mind wasting an evening, but when I waste other people's evenings, it brings me down. I didn't know where to stand, and like I watch basketball when I'm watching it on the couch. It was the biggest example of like you don't know what the fuck oh. you're talking about, man. <laughs> yeah. No idea. I'll be sitting at home watching it on the couch, being like, oh, you got to hit the corners there. What's he doing? He's out of position. Oh. And I was on the court, just absolute headless chook. <laughs> See you later. Like, dead set was like... And it was one of those courts, an indoor complex where there's a netball court and a football court. There's all these oh, yeah. lines. I'm like, are we on the yellow ones or the white ones? And I, I just kept, like, stepping out. Couldn't even stand. <laughs> Couldn't be a biped. Oh, hated I'll it. Never hated it. it. You hated every minute of it. You, you hated it. I'm not sure what to do with my hands. Uh, be good just to hold them down by okay. your side. Yeah, great. So they're looking to crack down on flopping this year, potentially, in the NBA. I don't know how successful mm. this is going to be, because it's going to be like a yeah. referred thing. If you flop, you get a technical. Maybe you get fined later. Anyway, it's all complete bullshit. The big yeah. story I saw this week was the Summer League's getting played. So Wemby made his debut for the Spurs, 
Absolute mm-hmm. toothpick. He's going to get snapped. I'm just looking at his legs <laughs> going, mate. so skinny. I know I didn't know where to stand, but, but let me give you some advice. Don't Bulk stand up those sideways. Pins. He's 2D. Oh, my Lord. Eat a piece of paper. Eat. 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 <laughs> Eat something. Give him a barley sugar spurs. Bloody hell. But they play, they're playing at the MSG Sphere. Vegas's new immersive stadium, Mace. Have you seen it? Wow. It's... Freaking me You've out. You've got to check it out. You've got to check this thing out. Cirque du Soleil on mushrooms at this joint would do your head in. So it's this mammoth dome. Yeah, shock horror. It's a sphere. Completely covered in LED screens. So it's a fully immersive stadium and they can change the outside of it. So they make it into a basketball or whatever they want and wow. orb, anything. Inside, the seats have smells and senses. So if you're watching a movie, they can make it smell like popcorn. They can make it smell like mown grass. They can Terrifying. inject scent into it, right? Inject scent? Yeah, dude. Injecting scent. <laughs> what is scent. happening? What is happening? That's the prequel to <laughs> Human Millipede. <laughs> inject scent. <laughs> inject scent. Yeah, it's pretty full on. $3.6 billion it cost. Wow. It's like the GDP of a small nation. You two are officially opening it. So what? You two are opening it so the so the chairs smell like Guinness or something. Like, is it all no is pretentiousness? It all... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what it is? It actually everyone has to fart on entry and it pumps that back in and somehow you just love the smell of it. You're like, oh, I don't know why, but I love the smell of my own farts. My shit don't stink. Has anyone got any tinted shades? Actually, don't mind you too. They're like the edge of the the edge is like a section of seat. Yeah, yeah, it's just a cliff face. <laughs> oh shit, I'm in the edge section. This is not going to be comfy. I should have known when they told me to wear a beanie and use all my effects. You just get numb when you're in the edge section. I can't feel anything. <laughs> don't move, don't talk, out of time, don't think, don't worry, everything's just fine, just fine. To football. Oh, yeah. Bit of Ange watch, and he's in Perth. His Spurs will play this week. So, Oof. welcome home, Ange. Good luck with everything there. Yeah. And, mate, big mm. football news. We may have broken this story we a did. couple of months ago, but the Ashes game for Publis Steve's cigar case is on against New Zealand. Sonny, you broke this story. You are the Caroline Wilson. Caroline Wilson of your bedroom. Call me Buzz in the making. Wow. That's a weird sentence. I'm the Caroline Wilson of my bedroom. But only the bedroom. Mate, you called it. This is going to be great. This is brilliant. This is fantastic. Yeah. So this is basically, for everyone who doesn't remember, the first international series between the two nations in 1923. It's now obviously 100 years since then. The Socceroos captain Alex Gibb and his New Zealand counterpart, George Campbell, smoked a couple of cigars afterwards, and the ashes of those cigars were stored in a silver-plated razor case. That was carried at the Gallipoli Landing by Private Billy Fisher. He became the Secretary of Queensland Football. Anyway, it mysteriously disappeared, the case, in 1954 and resurfaced this year. So we're going to take on the Kiwis at Wembley on October 17 to play for the Ashes. And that is... A hell of a week, because just four days prior, we're going to be beating the Poms in their own backyard. Of course we are. Our first friendly against England for the Socceroos since that Upton Park 3-1 win. Drop those English idiots and move on to the Kiwis. Ange, if you know it's good for you, and Harry's still at Spurs, just give him a bit of a kneecap, would you? Yeah. Sweep the leg. 
You have a problem with that. Listen, see. The Homeless World Cup. Excuse me? Staged in Sacramento this week. You heard me. <laughs> they play it just about every year. They had to take a break at COVID. It affects everyone, even the homeless. Chile's homeless team took out top prize over Mexico. The Aussies, yeah, the Aussies battled. Let's face it. They really did battle. The Homeless World Cup is... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Beep, beep, beep. Back up. What <laughs> the fuck are you yeah. talking about? The Homeless World Cup. <laughs> Back this yeah. shit up. Yeah, don't yeah me. <laughs> what is going on? It's five-a-side, like futsal. This obviously isn't indoor football. That would sort of <laughs> rob them of their homeless status. But it's five-a-side outdoor, and it's people who've either suffered homelessness or at the risk of homelessness or have you know mental health issues or drug dependencies and have got through it. This is amazing. It's sponsored by The Big Issue in Australia. So a percentage of The Big Issue money goes towards funding this. So there's street soccer tournaments, they call Street soccer in Australia. This is awesome. There's about 48 of them around the country. The level is not high in terms sure. of skill, obviously. It's people who've been like had a lot of lot yeah. of trauma and issues in their life and have been slumming yeah. it on the streets. And this is a way for them to have a, their own community. And it's yeah, fucking it's awesome. awesome. So... That money sponsors each team and they get to go out. So they went to Sacramento this year. It was in Melbourne in 2008. It was at Fed Square. Cool. It was mint. I used to have a hat, green hat with a red stitched badge, a hat that had Homeless World Cup 2008. And dead said everyone thought, oh, were you in the Homeless World Cup? I was like, okay. <laughs> this hat has got to go. But you know, the problem with the one in Melbourne, and it's happened a few times now, everyone stayed. Oh, they're all homeless in their country. They stayed in Melbourne. And they got flown out here and they're like, this place is actually all right. Like, I'm going to be homeless back in Ukraine. No thanks. Eh, no thanks. Might <laughs> stick it out here. Weather's a bit better. Footies on. Let's do it. Mate, that is awesome. That is unbelievable. No idea. Yeah, Homeless World wow. Cup's great. You know, all proceeds go to benefit the homeless. And you know how I feel about the homeless. They're human beings and they have no homes. Hey, homeless guys. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a dollar each. We go to this building here and run around yelling and screaming. Uh, you know, that's very nice, but I think what you probably need are like some psycho, out-of-control homeless guys. Yeah, we're more the broken, spiritless, I've lost the will to live type homeless guys. How about for $2? Now, let me ask you a question when it comes to football, Mace. You're a very astute judge sure. of these things. What do you think of when you hear Lionel Messi? God. Okay, close. I hear Hard Rock Cafe. That's right. Leo and the Rock and Roll Cafe have teamed up yet again. Hard Rock. He's moved to Miami and he has oh, already begun no. sullying his name. Hard Rock have added to their menu a chicken sandwich inspired by Messi himself. It's going to go alongside their burger, oh. the Messi burger, already on the menu, retailing at $19.99. Just make it 20 bucks, guys. No one's got one cent. Quote from the, uh, the greatest of all time. Yeah. I'm sure it was him who wrote it. I'm thrilled to bring the flavours of my home country to the world. Oh, it sounds exactly like him. <laughs> With the launch of my very own chicken sandwich. Fair accomplishment for a man who hasn't achieved much. Inspired by one of my favourite dishes, the Milanese. There has been no better partner than Hard Rock International in bringing this to life. Obviously, they're the ones selling it. So it'd be hard for someone else to have done it. hard not to have them. <laughs> he continues... Like any great teammate, Hard Rock has been with me through historic milestones. And I can't wait for all my fans all over the world to get a taste of one of my childhood favourites. It still makes me feel at home wherever I am in the world. Okay. Cop that, 
all other teammates who've won World Cups and Champions Leagues. It's been Hard Rock all along. Jesus. Who knew? Hard Rock Cafe. Like any good teammate has been with Messi through all of his historic milestones. Don't remember him thanking them during his Ballon d'Or speech. Hey, music. Quick question. Musing question. Don't know what it is. Ah, Another musing from Mace thinking thoughts. Ah. What the fuck is Hard Rock? A Hard Rock Cafe. What's the go with why are they called a hard... What is it? What is this shit? As in rock and roll, like just hard rock. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Shit musing. (laughs) (laughs) Prost. Is it? Isn't that it? It's 100% what it is. Hard rock cafe. Hard rock. Yeah, okay. It's also what Greg Norman listens to when he's <laughs> boiling eggs. But only when they're ready. He puts a three and a half minute song on and just gets really into it. Fucking Bob Seger and boiled eggs. Amen. Hey, this just adds, I reckon, to the Oz v. RG rivalry because we're the Subway Socceroos. And they're going to lean into the hard rock chicken singers. We are. Let's go at <laughs> Let's it, guys. Let's do it. Now, our Matilda's <laughs> podcast is already up for anyone who hasn't heard that. Wow. Don't think we're discounting that. The World Cup is here and the fizz is alive. Fizz. So head on over yeah. and listen to that. Oh, yeah. God damn up it. It's it's Cycling now in the Uber de France. Our Aussie Jai Hindley is in fourth. <laughs> it's a battle in two, though. It's a two de France, Jica. really. He's doing well. He's doing all right, Jaika. Very weird one here, Mace. Yeah. And I think you of all people will understand this. I just need yeah. to do this. I don't know if I'll put it in the pod. Last week, when discussing the Tour de France, mm-hmm. I made reference to looking for Maddie McCann every time I watch the tour. I want to make an apology and not to anyone offended by that and not to Maddie, but to friend of the pod, Dave Woywod, right? Legend. Legend, friend of the This pot. is totally on me, but it's the sort of shit that literally keeps me up at night. This is why I groan in my morning routine. He used to say that. Someone reminded me midweek in a message going, oh, how good was that when Woodward used to talk about Maddie McCann? Anyway, I know he doesn't even listen to this. He wouldn't even care, and it is not important, but I genuinely get anxiety thinking that I may have accidentally stolen a joke off someone. That is the shit. That fucking riddles me, man. So nothing to do with talking about Maddie McCann. None of that riddles you with any regret. It's about nah. getting the wrong person with the child. <laughs> me getting the wrong person? They tried to block up her folks for about four years. If you have a go at anyone, have a go at the Portuguese constabulary. That's right. Yeah. Nah, so sorry, Dave Woodward and um, Mr. and Mrs. McCann. Good luck. All you have to do is... Go on YouTube and tell everybody that I did not steal your material. I never said that you stole my you jokes. You never said it, but you let other people say it. What led? I can't tell people what to say. You're full of shit. I'll tell you one thing with the with the t- the tour. Le yeah. tour. Le yeah, tour. Yeah. I was thinking, of, you know, how can we... Is Gabriel Gate there? Is Gabriel Gate still <laughs> there doing the taste? Gate. Gabriel Gate. Oh, mate, Gabby Gate. He's Aussie Gabby as. Gay. He puts so on the Aussie. fake. His accent's got more so... French the longer he's lived in Australia. 
Uh, so you'll see here, we put the butter. Sorry, Gabby, the light's wrong. I uh, know dramas, mate. Give us a yell when we're fucking rolling again. Absolute ocaraz. Maybe he got caught talking to those people out the front of supermarkets and he did the classic mace. I am French, I am oh. French, and just kept at it. And they went, really? My brother works in telly. You want a gig? <laughs> Shit, they must keep the accent, yeah? No? No, Gabby. Oh, mate. He's from the back of fucking Alice Springs. He's from Brody, <laughs> ripping bongs. I saw him with 500ml mother can at the bus stop tagging it the other day. I was like, mate, could you be more Aussie? <laughs> I'm going to get on this bus and have no ticket. Uh, this them. bus, this bus is smelling like wee, wee wee. I am into, I am into Aussie hip hop, <laughs> and I love the Shire. I love the Shire. Perhaps I can get some action from the back section. No. <laughs> <laughs> Former people in the front, in the nosebleed section. Listen, Gabby Nonsensical. Gate. Gabby Gate. Gabby Gate. Gabby 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 Uber. I was trying to look into Uber de France. He would do the Uber in. de France. He would do the food. <laughs> he would commentate. We got Gabby Gate on the bike. He rocks up. Ding, ding. And here comes Ashwan with the pad thai from... <laughs> well, hang on. He commentates <laughs> it. I thought yeah. he'd be cooking it or no, delivering Gabby it. Gabby Gate, Gabby Gate. No, Phil Liggett. Okay, so Gabby Gate commentates. But he Gabby stands next to him. <laughs> so you open the door. This is Ashwan with the bad day. Yeah, no worries, Gabby. And we're out. <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. They make me do that. Anyway, can I use your shitter? <laughs> yeah, Gabby. She's out the back. Hey, Spokey Dokes on bloody Ashwan's Uber bike. What's going on? Oh, we're live. We're live. And uh, Ashwan is leaving. <laughs> And uh, thank you, H1. Two out of five because the pad thai is a bit cold. Yeah, yeah. You know, the only reason he rocks up is because the delivery note said, just leave it with the gate. It's like, no, I'm in at the front gate, mate. <laughs> Gabby, he's just got to keep talking. That's what he goes by. Yeah, I'm the gate. I'm a rapper. Yeah, mate. I'm a rapper. I rap at Westfield every Sunday. You heard of the goat? I'm the gate. <laughs> Listen, I was... <laughs> I'm listening. It's a weird one, man. It's a weird one. Look, oh, yeah. I was like, I thought a great idea instead of Uber de France, but uh, clearly mm. Uber de France is a way better idea with Gabby Gate on the. I like that you've started with. I like that you started with great idea, but yeah, <laughs> great idea. What we've got is basically. Can I just summarise what we've got for Uber de France at the moment? We've basically just got Uber, but Gabriel Gate. <laughs> Gabriel Gate rocks up <laughs> and explains what you've ordered. Uh, yes, you are hungover, and here is your rigatoni. Uh, okay, bye bye. Yeah, all right. Okay, a bit of France is going off. As long as he's not with Deliveroo, I'm happy. Because you know what those French are like. I don't have time for it. Well, and the team from Deliveroo, team from Deliveroo is falling behind pace. <laughs> the peloton is Uber Pool. <laughs> Oh, the website's oh. crashed. There's been a crash. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. What'd you order on Uber I mean, Eats? Uh, <laughs> a Phil Liggett of lamb. Uh, blood transfusion. Yeah, can I have it, please? Thanks. <laughs> yeah, can I, yeah, can I just get four uh, EPOs, 
of blood transfusion and deniable accountability for the next seven wins. Yeah, yeah, sure, Lance. Anything else? Yeah, don't worry about Gabby. He does me nut in. I mean, the idea's not even that great. It was... <laughs> also, can you tell everyone I had cancer? Listen, I mean, the other idea... <laughs> the other idea's not even that good. Listen. I mean, it was goober to France. I mean, we get all the goobers together and we, like... <laughs> <laughs> We'll just get all the goobers together and you can throw tomatoes at them and put, like, sticks in the spokes and, like, try to trip them. Like, but in terms of idea. goobers, like, weirdos and nerdy dudes and goobers... That was the idea. I don't know. No, mate, it's... don't shake your head. It's good. It's good. It's just that we stumbled across one that's better. <laughs> but I'm saying Gabby is the ultimate goober, so we put Gabby oh. at the front, so it's G, and then Uber, G-Uber. Gabby the goober gate rocks up with Ashwan with your foe. Describes it and leaves. <laughs> it makes sense. You're only saying what everyone's been thinking. <laughs> Gabby the Goobergate. <laughs> now, Gabby the Goobergate now sounds like there was some sort of cover-up. Like Watergate. Oh, did you hear about Gabby the Goobergate? Turns out he's not French. <laughs> On 60 Minutes tonight, Gabby the Goobergate. Tonight, <laughs> Gabby the Goobergate. I swear, I am French. I swear. Does your house have a gate? This is one story you cannot afford to miss. Do you eat food to survive and know that France is a country? You must watch tonight or your children will die. Okay. Thanks, Tracy. Not too nervous about viewing it. Yeah, so sorry to Dave, Boywood. I, I didn't realise I'd stolen a joke. I, it was just one of those things. Uh, everyone else? Eh, cop it. What have we learnt, mate? What have we learned? 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 Uh, I learned if you get the keys to the city, go straight to Chico's. <laughs> pen. Ah, bloody pen. All right, Mace. Twitter and Instagram, maybe underscore underscore daily. That's maybe underscore underscore daily. Follow and like our shit, please. Mace, I love you and I need you to stay mint. I love you. Stay mint, Sonny. Brian Eno, uh, the singer, <laughs> foaming Brian Eno, maybe a double act. It is too. Maybe they're the, the other brothers in the Richard Gere, Steve Martin flick. <laughs> Brian Taylor and Brian Eno, take them on. They're the bad guys. That is the shittest movie. This summer, following short film, The Human Millipede. Brothers in Arms, starring Brian Taylor and Brian Eno. <laughs> I reckon we should make that film just quietly. Bristle. Netflix, we're open to offers.
What an amazing band of people.